Hey everybody, my name is Scott Fulpe, instructional technologist here at WCSU. I'm sitting here in the media services studio in the basement of Whitehall. We have a couple of mics set up, some comfortable chairs. Let's talk about podcasts. Podcasts are a popular way to microcast in pop culture. They are an inexpensive and easy way to connect with people with similar interests. According to Infinite Dial, 57 million podcasts were consumed last year. The term podcasting refers to the distribution of audio and video files in a digital format. The pod refers to the Apple iPod, and casts is the way the files are distributed. They can be manually downloaded from sites like iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud, or it can be distributed automatically to subscribers, which hopefully in this case are your students. These files can be accessed directly from the desktop or transferred to a portable media device, or what for most of us is a phone and can be used, and I'm using my air quotes, on the go. Podcasting has seen significant growth in education in recent years, driven by the belief of its value in supporting mobile learning and enhancing the student's experience. In most cases, podcasting is used to provide recordings of lectures to students for the purposes of review and revision or if a class has been missed. They can also be used to provide additional course material, often in the form of study guides and summary notes that broaden and deepen the student's understanding. Another way to use a podcast is as a creative tool involving the creation of student-generated podcasts where students can showcase their mastery of a topic. Digital technologies have enhanced the distribution of course material to provide greater flexibility to learners. The increasing demands on modern students' time means that they are often forced to study when the opportunity arises. This may be on the bus or train or a car, at evening or weekends, or during lunch breaks, or on a treadmill. In these busy times, students need their learning materials to be accessible when they can find the time. Podcasting is a flexible on-demand tool that will provide a greater connection from you to your students and lead to a deeper exploration of a subject. A couple of days ago, I sat down with Darla Shaw and Michelle Whitco to talk to them about their podcast, The Literacy Ladies. So uh, I'm, I'm here with The Literacy Ladies. Um, one of our uh, more popular podcasts here in the uh, WCSU Media Services podcasting world. Um, and uh, so I'm going to ask you guys a question. Just jump in and answer as you please. It's a conversation. It's not uh, anything too formal or anything like that. Um, why did you guys decide to start doing a podcast? Well, I think it's a very interesting story. I was working at Hayestown Elementary School, and Michelle would come over the loudspeaker, and my students would say, oh, that woman has such a wonderful voice. We love to listen to her. And so I said, Michelle, the kids love your voice. And she said, you know, I've always thought about doing podcasts. I'm a little unsure. What about you doing them with me? Go on from there, Michelle. Oh, wow. Uh, So, Scott, we love um, podcasts. Uh, It's something that we think about in elementary school. Um, And it was very nice to get a compliment from Darla and her students. Uh, But I actually listen to a lot of podcasts, and I do a lot of um, learning from them. Uh, Some of them, I'm a Disney fan, so there's a lot of Disney um, enthusiasts who have podcasts that go along with certain apps and websites. So I thought, you know, it's kind of a market that's untouched. 
is literacy and education. There's always TED Talks and things that people say on podcasts, but there's not one for elementary school and all the things that we do in elementary school that have to do with literacy. And something that we're noticing with the college students is that they have a have kind of a snapshot of 15 minutes, whether it's in the car, if it's waiting for something, uh, then they can have um, their podcast, right? It comes in right on their, their phone for their podcast. I should have uh, mentioned up front that the Literacy Ladies are available on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, and that's usually where uh, students can uh, very easily go and find where you guys are. Um, yes, Scott, I just wanted to say that we focus in education on differentiated learning and different learning styles. And some people love to read, some people need the graphics, and some people love to listen. So this is another option for communication, which we think is so important. Uh, the other things I'm finding since I'm doing it myself, instead of just having students, you know, write reports or do even YouTube videos, I'm having my own students do podcasts because I think they're so valuable. Fantastic. Um, what, uh, how much work do you guys uh, think you put into to each podcast before you come in and, and oh, wow. talk away? Darla writes a ton of notes. Can I be honest and go first, Darla? You go then, first. Because then I'm you're going to seem like a superstar. No. So, Scott, honestly, um, I love the podcast format. And something that we do in elementary school is that we talk a lot about the things that we're doing in grade mm -hmm. levels and teams. So um, we kind of decide the topics. And I think about it for a couple of weeks. Um, but then I pull materials together for, and I, tr I practice just to see if it would last about 15 minutes, have enough to say about a topic but honestly I probably prepare like a half an hour and then I bring my things um, to talk to Darla but Darla is really easy to talk to and she can help me think of other things to talk about if needed but Darla just so the listeners know Darla writes a lot of notes she's very detailed in that where uh, I have a sticky note and a book that I'm going to reference <laughs> we have very very different learning styles but it seems to all mesh when it comes out on the air um, you know, basically what I do, I listen to what my students are talking about, my graduate students, what they're interested in, what their problems are. I'm always reading myself professional journals. I'm going to conferences and workshops all the time. Uh, we're really looking for a cutting edge. What's new? What's helpful? Uh, what can make your job easier? What are some of the things that you're sort of missing? And as I said, I just, you know, do little uh, blurbs and bullets and it's just uh, very informal. I don't want anything. I don't lecture in the classroom. I don't use PowerPoints. I talk and tell stories and that's basically what we're doing here. It comes across too. It's a, it's, it's a nice casual listen right. and it's, you know, uh, informative in that you're not, you don't sit there and take notes, you're listening to, to what you guys do. Um, and, and then lastly, uh, how do you guys, or what kind of feedback do you get about the, this podcast? What do, what do the students say? Do they, you know, are they, are they using them? Is it informative? Is it, is it helping class discussions? Uh, why don't you start and then I'll finish. Sure. Right. So I um, sell this podcast to a lot of my staff members. Um, they're familiar with podcasts and use them on their phones. Uh, so I've referred some of our staff members being um, not college students, but being teachers already. And I've gotten good feedback about how it's just nice to listen to. It's nice and short. Um, and a lot of these people have had Dr. Shaw as their professor, so they, they can match a face to a voice and really enjoy 
enjoy listening to Darla as well. So I've gotten really positive feedback about it just being fun and thing, you know, something to learn, learn from and listen to. That's not a real huge commitment. Yeah, I find that the students do listen, and I make certain they listen in respect to certain lessons. Uh, it's almost like a flipped classroom where, you know, before we do a particular subject, you listen to the podcast or maybe afterwards for review. And I think one of the most exciting things is we have had one student and we have more that want to come in and do these podcasts with us because they feel they have something that they can add to what we're actually saying. And that's one thing I should I should mention is that, you know, so we have a studio. I mean, we're in university. We have a studio and, and you guys come into the studio and, and do your podcast here. But you can use your phone and use a, make a voice memo and record a conversation and, you know, put it out there for everyone to listen to, just as you would any other podcast. Well, I'm Michelle Darla, Literacy Ladies. Thanks for a couple of minutes. <laughs> thanks, Scott. We, we really owe uh, you a lot of gratitude and thanks for having us. Thank you so much, Scott. <laughs> thanks. So, how do you get started? Well, you can email me, volpes at wcsu.edu, or you can send a request to requestmediaservices at wcsu.edu, or to any members of the title team, Colleen Cox, Christina DeCaro, Becky Diot, Leslie Lindenhauer, or Lippincott, or Elise Silkowski. We have a dedicated area here in our Whitehall studio. Your podcast can be you solo, or you can have a guest or two. You can even facilitate someone calling in on a phone line. You come in with your ideas and lectures, and we do the rest. We hit record, and we set it up for distribution. All of our podcasts are available on SoundCloud and iTunes. You can search WCSU Media to see what's currently available. Thanks for listening, everybody.